so the problem with fentramine is, God, this is hard. All right, let me give you an example. So I had a girl come in, typical, actually she didn't have any issues. She wasn't hypothyroid or anything. She was overweight and she wasn't always, she used to be smoking hot, great little fit, thick body, like softball player, you know, body, hot. So she was had overweight, life had happened, uh, depression, drinking, I think she was drinking a couple bottles of wine every night, stuff like that. So what we came up with, and she told me, she goes, I'll be honest, the only time I've lost weight in the past was taking Phenermine. And uh, a lot of people do it because they just don't eat. Well, that's there's a big problem with that, and that's why a lot of people are fat, is because they don't eat. And then that's just really bad for your, that's just bad for you. You know, just not eating. Who would have thought it's bad for you? So what we did, I said, all right, sis, here we go. We got two options. You're going to have to completely stop drinking. Pretty much do the two hardest things ever, which is get sleep and stop drinking alcohol and follow this. Or you're going to have to get on Fentramine and do half of the alcohol and follow the plan. And then in 16 weeks, you come off the Fentramine and you reverse diet out of it. She goes, deal. Well, we did that and she lost, good God, I think she lost 10 pounds in a month. She looks awesome, feeling great, and was able to eat because it motivated her to like get started, you know, the Phentermine, it's a Phentermine. You're gonna have some energy. The problem with Phentermine is, it's like, it's like anything else because I don't want you going with Casey saying, uh, Phentermine's good. Now everybody's in hot moms, that's all they do is Phentermine. No that, no hell, no it's not. Listen, Linda. Clean them out. Listen to what I'm saying. It's like antidepressants. It's like cardio. Everything that I believe in is, is, is HCG, carb, keto. It is an adjunct therapy, meaning you, I believe in whatever it's going to take to get you started, to get you over the hump. And then you come off of it, just like antidepressants. You don't need that shit for three months or 20 years. You need it to get your ass up and then get in therapy. It's to get your ass in talk therapy to work on your to come off the antidepressants, to get your serotonin up, to start taking care of yourself, and to do therapy. So phenamine is the same way, and it works phenomenal. It's it's amazing. It's like taking a Motrin for a headache. Here's when it doesn't work. It doesn't work if you do your coffee and your red line on top of it. That's it's it's it's, it's just asinine to think you can take coffee and all this other shit and take phenamine. There was a girl and she did all that and went around and told everybody that I almost killed her. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. She don't listen either. Where she just took one thing and ran with it? No. So if you're going to take Phenermine, what I want you to do is follow the meal plan and eat in the first 20 minutes. Take Phenermine. It, it, you, do you know what it's for? It's for appetite control. It's for some people that truly, maybe you binge eat. Maybe you really do eat what's on your meal plan and you're an emotional eater or um, you just eat too much. That's who it's for. Take half of one and don't take any other caffeine. And I want you to eat every three hours. It's going to be hard. I tried to have phenamine. I've tried half of one. And buddy, that's that's when I became a big believer because me being in fitness all these years, oh my God, if I'd have had phenamine and testosterone therapy, I would have so much better than I looked then. It truly makes you feel like you've had a chocolate cake and you haven't. If you get a headache, if you get constipated, it's because you're not drinking enough water. So it's an amphetamine. It's going to cause you to get dehydrated. So when you get on phenamine, I highly recommend that you eat every three hours, eat all your meals, take some uh, Pedialyte, and really stay up on the, the water. So I need you to do all of those. And then when you hit your goal, when you lose 10 pounds, when you lose 20, when you get, when your body you know, get used to eating a certain way and all that. Then you can taper off of it and handle it then, okay? Don't, do not stay on it for long. All right, so there's that.
how important is personal development in hitting your goals? Because I don't know if you know a lot of your maybe new um, and, and you see us talking about personal growth and reading books and all that stuff and think, oh God, this is hoopla shit. You're probably the exact person that needs to be reading it. That's why you feel like it's stupid because you're resisting, right? So uh, I'm here to get you to move forward. I'm, I'm pushy. That's who I am. I'm a healer. I'm here to help you move forward. I'm not here to schmooze your ego and fluff, fluff, fluff. Now, I'm big on celebrating wins. I'm big on female empowerment. I'm big on empowering males, just empowerment. Used to, I would think, you know, where I come from, it's like, hey, it's just about how hard you work, right? How hard you work should determine where you end up. And that's, I hear you, but your personal growth and your personal development, it's what's gonna make you work hard. So it's not about how smart and hard you work, it's about personal growth is gonna cause you to do that. It's so that you don't even, you know, when you reach out and you need validation and all this, there's a reason why you need validation. There's a reason why you binge eat. There's a reason why you go to drink when you get stressed out and to cope. There's a reason why you're not where you wanna be. The only reason anybody in this group, including myself, is not where we wanna be is because we don't know something. We lack a skill set. Anybody out there on the web that messages me and goes, I mean, I'm really good in this area. I, you know, I don't, why are you messaging me then? Obviously, you got it. You're 100. No. Everybody's not where they're at or where they want to be because they don't know something. That's it. That's it. It's been, that, it's been that way in business. It's like school, man. You can't go and be a doctor unless you have this skill set and this degree. Same way here. So personal growth helps you get there. Now, everybody's different. Me, personally, like, girl, wash your face. Oh, girl, wash your face to me was, it was cool, and I appreciated it. Um, there was something in there, a nugget about PTSD I appreciated that she told. Other than that, she is just like her dad. She is a motivational speaker. I wanted meat and potatoes. I wanted a, I wanted a cuss word or two and some real potatoes, and I'm also the type of person that I'm like, show me. I'm fucking Gary, Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. So, girl, wash your face was not a show me, show me anything. It was like a coddling, motivational speech. I appreciate it. I listened to it, and I, I like her. I'm, um, it made me connect. I'm like, I like her story. But I appreciated um, Jen Centrilio or whatever, forever, because she was seemed more real, raw, and was very relatable to my story. So, do you see what I'm saying? I can't even tell you. Like when I figured out that I could educate myself or. I could get to an, another level by reading a book, the same book that maybe Oprah read or that Jay-Z read or the girl that created Spanx read. I'll never forget YouTube in one night and I typed in something like how to overcome fear, how to overcome, whatever. And uh, Blakely pops up and the Spanx lady and she was talking about Wayne Dyer. I now read Wayne Dyer's Erroneous Zones, Game Changer. So go look at people that you admire and like what are they reading? What are they consuming? And maybe go do, listen and go listen to what they're listening to. That's my biggest recommendation. It's like, if you admire another mom in the group and she's killing it, go ask her. DM her and go, hey, what do you listen to every day? What podcast do you listen to? Do you watch the evening news? Tell me your day. Like, what kind of media or books or who's, what are you listening to? And then you start doing the same thing. That way you're going to be on the same diet. You know what I'm saying? Y'all always want to know, what's she eating? What's she, what's she not doing? It's what goes on in here. You're lazy. She's not in here. Your victim mentality, and she's not. She's like, let me get out of this. You're like, y'all, everybody look at how bad I'm hurting. That's the difference. So there's where personal growth is extremely valuable, okay? Pellets, what do I think about pellets and testosterone therapy? 
I've only seen them work well with a handful of females. For men, it's phenomenal. Um, pellets, so you, for testosterone, you can do cream, you can do injection or uh, pellets. The thing I don't like with pellets is you put them in, it's an inner office, it's, it's this actual uh, procedure, right? Doctors love them, they make a lot of money on them. Here's the deal though. What if you get an out, you, you break out, you start breaking out from the testosterone? You can't just take them out. You gotta wait till they run out. What if um, you have cancer or cancer is or something and that test converts to estrogen real quick? You need, them, you need it to come out. I mean, I guess you could go and get it out, but t typically you keep them in for three or four months and they just, they fade out and you get them replaced. It's hard to control and I've seen a lot of women, I've seen a lot of fat women get on them and they stay fat and they talk like a man, seriously. So it's, it's hard to control the dosage. I've seen it only work for a few women. The only perk is you don't have to give yourself a shot or cream, but it's to find someone that's not, that, that, I don't know, you just gotta find out. You gotta find somebody that's getting pellets and that's had success and then maybe try it. We've got a few that do cream. Cream's great. I like injections because I know that if I do so many milligrams every week and I go get my blood checked, I know exactly what it's gonna be. I can control it better. So I like injections, but I understand that um, not everybody likes injections. So we got cream, pellets, and injections. There's that. High fat before a workout, is that what I should do? I think so. Me personally, I used to train the best on grits, and uh, I don't know what my fat was. Can't remember. But uh, grits was a good carb for me. Can't do any more because of maize, you know, corn. But fat is going to slow digestion, right? So whatever carb and protein you're eating, it's going to stay with you a little bit longer, satiated, right? So yeah, I think before workout, it's phenomenal. I have a big old, big, big fat, carbs, protein, a lot. And then after your workout, you know the rule, uh, typically it's six or really five grams or less of fat post-workout. That's when you can have sugar. That's when you can have a McDonald's ice cream cone if you want with a protein shake. Yep, you heard me right. That You can have that as a post-workout. Sugar after your workout, it actually works. Last one, what's the difference in hot mom's lifestyle mentality versus competition training. All right, here we go. First of all, competitors are usually nuts. That's why we charge a lot of money. Competition training costs more because uh, leading into a comp bodybuilding or fitness competition, depending like a fitness model, bikini models, we don't really do anything to peak because they don't need to. Fitness and figure, they need to, they need to make sure they're really crispy and dry, meaning their muscles are very defined. They're not holding water. Um, there's a little bit more that goes into it with people like that. So, oh, and then you pair back up. So with that comes lots of check-ins. I mean, on show day and the, the week before, four weeks before the show, oh man, uh, we, we check in with our people almost every day. So it takes a lot of time on our part. Then you get competitors usually have mental issues and I'm not being funny right now. Like I am not being funny. They're usually either obsessive type, they have certain eating disorders, they've got some drama. It's just, uh, whew, it's rare that you get a level-headed, driven competitor. Yeah, competitors, it's almost like a prerequisite is you, gotta, you kinda gotta have something that we laugh about it. And it is what it is, I own my I'm crazy as bad shit crazy, always second guessing what I look like back then, I mean, it's crazy. Seriously, it's, it's, how they, it's how you see women that turn into men, I you not, or get too skinny. You get body dysmorphia because it's never enough. You're always looking at who's winning and I've got to get that, I've got to get bigger caps, bigger caps. Before you know it, it's like, you're fucking your dude. And he's like, I kind of, you look kind of like a dude. That happened to me. He goes, you kind of look manly for the first time. And I was like, oh, I really didn't want to look like that. And I had like a chest line and I mean, that may be cool to some people, but not, I didn't want that, you know? 
but I get it. You get body dysmorphia. And if I would have continued, I would have gotten the same thing. I mean, it used to. It was all about big delts, big caps. Now I'm like, give me ass. I want to look feminine. You know what I'm saying? So there's that dark side of competition. The plus side is, um, and it's why our coaches, and you see us, and you may think that we're elite, and we're like, don't work with normal people. Oh, that's who we work with. We only have a handful of competitors. Uh, but I said, you know what? Give me a competitor or an already fitness model and you can be a coach because, well, depending on what kind, the discipline that it takes to be a good competitor, like to win, to what, like you watched um, Brandy, Coach Brandy get on stage, you know, Kate got her pro car a couple years ago, um, Lauren, Sabrina, and it's why she had a crash is because she went too hard, right? Those girls and me, like what we have is stupid discipline. I'm talking like... I took uh, Tupperware food into my friend's very fancy, over-the-top wedding. That's how tacky. But my pro, sh my went pro that week. It takes stupid discipline. Like there's no. Oh man, I had to go get my kid from school. My dog died, and I just oh, you know feathers on my head. Oh. Like that's a joke. Like you can't be that way. You know what I'm saying? So the difference in Hot Mom's lifestyle, Hot Mom's lifestyle is like, it's a straight lifestyle. It's, it's, um, Hot Mom's is like, hey, here's how you can succeed in all areas of life. You can be a good wife, a good sister, a good, um, parent and a good employee, a good CEO, a good boss, a good business owner, and have the health and energy and looks to match it. That's Hot Mom's. Hot Mom's is like Amy Lou. It's badass, a badass chick. You know, I don't know how old she is, 40, um, 30, whatever. But we don't look like moms. We don't look like your typical mom. Do you know what I'm saying? We're a little bit different. A little bit different. We got some hamstrings popping, and we carry our cooler around. We get our hair done or nails done or whatever. We like to look hot, right? That's what Hot Moms is about. It's about having a margarita and not having to eat out of a Tupperware plan because we know how to eat because we know how to be sexy and our fitness is really important and that we have to perform mentally because we are ambitious and a lot of us do a lot of shit. we're not just sitting on our ass being like a gene cleaver that's what hot moms is so competition is if um it's like none of that there's a plan that you follow and you have to be extremely obsessed obsessed you have to you have to go back to newborn status like, you are the newborn. You've got to eat every three hours. You've got to drink this much water. You've got to sleep. If you do not sleep, like, it has to be... When I was competing, Skip got a second job at a club because I was so terrible. Seriously, I said, you know, I just... Mm -mm, I'm going to be in bed at this time, so deal with it. Seriously, I was... That's the way I was, but does it have to be that way? No. Brandy killed it, man. Brandy, she crushed it. Coach Brandy, she really did good. That's why I gave her a crown and sash. I said, you're the best competition competitor I've ever worked with. She was not a head case. She did not message me three times a day going, are my caps good? Look, are they full? I feel like I worked them. Did they go? Did they grow? That's how much, that's, man, it's bad. It's bad, bad, bad. So, um, that's what it takes to be the competitor. There's no room for error. None whatsoever. Did you get your food test? No, I didn't. What? It doesn't matter. So that's the difference. That's the difference. And um, if that's your that's your cup of tea, that's fine. That's great, you know. Go right ahead. But uh, Hot Moms, I wanted to create something where we got that ambitious bitch and she wants to maybe look like a competitor, but she don't compete like me. Hey, a 
walk around and I am proud of it. Like I get off on it. I can keep my body fat low and stay healthy and um, I'm not competing and I love to throw in pictures of me drinking alcohol. I'm like, see bitch? <laughs> and I'm eating carbs with no cardio. Like I get off on So hi moms, man, that's what it's like. Like, do you compete? Like, nope. I actually drink margaritas on the weekend and travel all the time. That's hot moms. That's hot moms lifestyle. You can slip up because you know how to eat. Like you, you, you just have it. So I hope that oh helps. God. If you're new, I encourage you to type in um, subjects or go back to all the videos. Watch some of the lives. We go crazy, man. Sometimes we do this. Sometimes we do that. It's, you just never know what you're going to get. And post like crazy in this group. Seriously, I was bragging on y'all today because it's just awesome. Like this is a awesome group. So post like crazy. Um, ask your question. Let us know what's helping you. Where are you winning so that we can all win with you, right? Okay, I've got to go get my tire patched up. I'm flying out Friday, Texas. Got some cool, exciting news I can't share right now. But after that, I will be able to share. I think, maybe not. I think, I think I got to sign something else. Anyway, I'll see you soon. If you have any questions, you can post them here and or send them to the support at hotmomslifestyle.com email. All right, talk to y'all later.